This is the Your Dollars Making Sense podcast, brought to you by Jamie Blanton with Jacob Title, Bales Property Management and Home Building, SHH Mechanical, and Boyle's Tax Service. Hey everybody, Richard Neese here with Weikert Realtors, The Space Place. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to Your Dollars Making Sense, where financial intelligence is the key to financial freedom. If this is the first time you've gotten on, please, please, please subscribe to our Spotify uh, channel. You can also check us out on iHeartRadio. We want to also say thank you to WKUL 92.1 for allowing us to get on here this Saturday morning at 10 a.m. and talk about what I love, business, helping people. Um, You know, we started this podcast and this radio show about a year ago. I had one before called The Real Estate Rundown. Uh, This one, Your Dollars Making Sense. We really want to help good people get to a better place. And that's why we want to start investing in people. We want to start showing them the the way to uh, get out of that nine to five or to to build on their retirement. And just like I tell everybody, the first step is having a plan. You've got to know what retirement looks like. Maybe that means working uh, for a nonprofit uh, 40 hours a week or 20 hours a week, homeschooling your kids. Or maybe that's sitting out on the beach on a two million dollar beach home. That that plan is how you get there, and we can backwards uh, go backwards off of it and really build on it. Uh, you may you may want to work and re- work for the next fifty years, or you may want to retire in three. We can help you with that by giving you the basic principles of financial intelligence. So today I've got a special guest. We've got Daniel O'Brien from Triad Martial Arts. Uh, he's got several uh, dojos, academies uh, here, Huntsville, Madison. Uh, Daniel, thank you for coming on, man. Thanks for having me, Richard. Thanks for having me. So like I talk about all the time, I want to help good people get to a better place. And if you've listened to my podcast before, uh, and many folks have listened to it on YouTube, on Facebook, uh, then you'll know that my favorite episode is the greatest investment. Everybody asks me, what is the greatest investment you've ever made? Uh, and, you know, my, my wife may say it was uh, marrying her, and I would definitely agree on that. Uh, but really, my, my greatest investment was investment in myself. Uh, I was, I've was i struggled through times. I've worked at the sheriff's office. I've worked at uh, a poultry plant. I've worked in so many different places. And every time that I feel like I'm getting into a, a slump, uh, my, my life's going awry, I decide, hey, I need to start putting something back into myself. I've got to recharge. I've got to feed my mind. I've got to feed my soul. So I'll invest in books. I'll invest in teachers, mentors. And and I know you do that on a daily basis. Tell us a little bit about your business, uh, about your calling, I should say, what you guys do, uh, and then we'll kind of go from there. Okay. Um, so I started martial arts at the age of 15, and it wasn't long after that that I realized this is something I want to do <laughs> for the rest of my life. And I think, you know, the typical battle plan was, you know, after school, I was, I was intelligent in school. So I uh, didn't have to try very hard. Martial arts taught me how to try hard. It taught me a lot of these other things that I wasn't expecting it to teach me as far as discipline and never really had any of that. Um, with martial arts, I became a guy that was the last pick on the basketball team to be in one of the best in my nice. school at, at uh, basketball. And it was all due to like, Martial arts just showing me how hard to try, you know. Uh, to be fair, Daniel, I mean you're, you're pretty, you're in pretty good shape overall, and you're, you're a big guy too. So basketball is going to be an easy pick, true, I would true, say. True, true. It did, and well, and it was, it, you know, I did have like a, a little bit of a love for basketball, but it, yeah. I, at least what I thought was, you know, it was a little you. bit of a passion, and I, I guess that's true with anything, you know. If you if if you're passionate about anything, you can be good. That's right. At anything. And it all starts. It all starts with with that. And you know, it, it wasn't my senior year. I tried to quit the basketball team. 
even though I made all state and all county, wow. all yeah. that kind of stuff, I tried to quit that year because I was like, I want to do martial arts. This yeah. is what I want to do, you know? And my coaches and things thought it was silly. And, you know, s- still I, d- I was able to juggle both. I ended up doing both. Uh, went to college, took a bunch of classes that I just realized, you know, like, um, I guess I try to take some business classes to like, as I thought. Because every, was, everybody takes business I classes, I thought right? I was going to yeah. be running a business. And, and you are running a business. I, I, did, I didn't learn anything in those business classes, That's honestly. Right. And then... uh the the biggest uh you know experience i had with business was you know having the school uh you know b- basically um put on my shoulders where i had to where i yeah. got to a point where i could teach and i was the sole teacher and i had to have responsibilities right. i learned the hard way you know you got became, thrown in became the a parent end. business owner everything all at once I, I so, so unfairly I, I didn't give off a list of your credentials i don't have it in front of me um i, I know that you've got what multiple black belts is it uh, jujitsu and karate um go uh, ahead and yes, tell sir. me a few of those things I'm, so i'm a third degree black belt in brazilian jiu-jitsu i was just the first uh sorry, sorry third degree black belt in brazilian jiu-jitsu i'm a fourth degree black belt in karate um, I've been doing martial arts for seven, 18 years. Um, I've been doing martial arts for 18 years. Um, and did, did I read, I mean, it's been a few years ago, but weren't you like the, a Pan Am champion of Pan, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu? Pan American gold medalist, uh, North American grappling association, uh, you know, 10 time champion, uh, a- absolute champion in all weight classes and several tournaments. Uh, I've won the, um, the basically the Olympic trials. Well, sorry, silver silver medal in the Olympic trials for jujitsu, awesome. uh, which is it's not the Olympics, but uh, so you're just not a regular old black belt you can find anywhere. Yeah. And I know it's hard to list off those things. You, you've done done very well, obviously, with the focus that you put into it uh, over the last 18 years. But I just wanted to throw that out there. That I mean, you, you are in Coleman, a small town. Uh, but the talent that you have is is national or international, and we appreciate you coming on the show today oh, to talk about that. Uh, one thing that I'll tell you is my son is in one of the karate classes, and, and um, he's got three sisters. Two of them are older, one younger, uh, and he was having problems with confidence. He was having problems with making decisions. In just about nine months, he's went from not even wanting to participate in the class uh, to wanting to come home and practice, and he usually kicks my butt in, in class, too. We've got a punchy bag and all that stuff. So he popped me the other day, and I'm pretty sure that you taught him that punch because it about busted my nose open. But what I want to get back to is the investment. Uh, obviously, passion and, and business and profit have aligned for you. You run a business that has multiple schools. Um, tell me a little bit about that. You said you got thrown into it, but how have you improved upon what, what you were given? Well, that's an interesting question. So, um, yeah, so I, I guess when I started, you know, it was everything, the business side, we've always been extremely professional right. martial arts wise like the tech technique has been above and beyond where our, our academy has been and when i when i got when i took over the school originally like i said we had uh 17 um probably paying students but we we had we had more yeah. students than that we were training 50, a lot 50, of people they students. Paying, right yeah and 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 so you know there was a little box on the wall that you slid payments into and you know it was like people sliding ious into that thing and you didn't know who was paying who was paying what and there was no structure to the business side um 
when we took it over, we had to kind of create and form all that. Yeah. We had to, you know, get get people. Um, you know, one of the best things we did was get an auto automated billing system. Absolutely. You know, yep. you have to have one of those as a gym and a, a just to keep up with with the payments. And you know, and it keeps people it keeps people paying regularly. I think they're just it, it gets it gets them used to the payment. Right. You know, um, it, it just takes all the pain out, all the worrying out too, and. You know, it's pretty simple. You can shut. You have people shut it off whenever they're whenever they want to discontinue their memberships and things like that. And you have different deals. Not only that, but people want to give you your money when you're more professional. That's right. And yeah. if you're, you know, then we realize, yeah, we, you know, I'm a teen. I feel like a teenager. You know, I'm a young kid running this martial arts thing, and then you got these adults that look up to me and are giving me their money. I mean, when you give a 22-year-old your money, you want them to trust it. You want sure. to trust what they're doing with it, especially if you're giving them bank oh, yeah. information. You well, know, What I'll tell you on that is uh, so. I call it the Netflix effect. Um, if, if you're um, direct depositing money into something, rarely do people go in and audit their own uh, bank accounts. Uh, exactly. so, that, so when I've got to write a check to you, and, and I know I know your value and I have no problem with it, but if there's any question, I've got to write it physically, that makes it harder for me to do it the next month and the next month. So it's, it's a great move. Uh, and what it does is it allows that consistency through because I know you've got a plan for expenses. You guys are upgrading the dojo here. I'm sure you've done that in other places recently. So you've got to have that money that you know is going to be there so that you can go get maybe it's a loan or pay for cash and have that stuff the other equipment and, and and i've always lived very frugally honestly like well i mean I'm, you know up until two years ago i drove drove a car that was four hundred dollars you know yeah. paid for it and you know i didn't I, i've never had a car payment until two years ago yeah. and you know all that's which i think it was a great move i mean you guys oh for sure for sure it's been it's been it's been good for the business you know just having like a advertisement rolling around in a small town like that's honestly been one of the best business investments Absolutely. we've made and uh you know just so Every time that we've ended up making mo- more money, I've tried to do my sure. best. I've only made the same amount consistently yeah. across the board, and then I, I take the same amount from the dojo, and then the rest I've kind of put back sure. and you know make other small investments in. Where I'm professionalizing the books, I'm investing towards creating a website. Absolutely, you know. Uh, so th- we're we're tr- always trying to put that back in, and, and that was some good advice that um, you know Wonder Boy's dad gave me, and you know he was a UFC fighter that I trained UFC number two. Uh, UFC uh, welterweight contender nice. and uh, you know fought for the championship and stuff. He they have a super successful business out there in uh, Simpsonville, South Carolina. Yeah. Um, their school they got an after school pickup program. You know, Wonder Boy. I mean, he works his butt off. He at two o'clock he's picking kids up from school That's and then awesome. he teaches. You know. He sleeps in a little late. You know, he probably yeah. gets in at like probably gets up at like ten and trains. <laughs> he probably in isn't going to listen to this. Uh, I don't want to see you guys throw it <laughs> on that. So I'm coming up against a break right now. Uh, we, we appreciate you guys tuning in. Please check us out if you're getting out of the car. You were listening to it on the radio. Check us out on Spotify, iHeartRadio. Your dollars making sense. We've got a year worth of content to help you grow your business, to help you invest, learn about taxes, forming LLCs, the whole nine yards. So please check us out on there. And I just want to thank our sponsors. If you guys are interested in being a sponsor on the show, you can give me a call at 256-708-1511. Just make sure you tune back in on the second segment and we'll be talking more about the dojo and how he's grown his business. This is the Your Dollars Making Sense podcast brought to you by Jamie Blanton with Jacob Title, Bales Property Management and Home Building, SHH Mechanical, and Boyle's Tax Service.
Hey everybody, Richard Nice here. Thank you guys so much for tuning back in to Your Dollars Making Sense. This is the Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu Karate Edition. We've got Daniel O'Brien with Triad Martial Arts. Uh, Daniel, what was your website that you had some uh, training on? The website is danielobrienonline.com. All right, and he's got um, training on there. We're going to talk a little bit more about that in a little bit. He was telling me he's got he's got folks subscribing all over the world, not just the United States, for his training online stuff and his unique style. Uh, before we left, we were talking about you guys taking over the business. We were talking about um, how you were changing things up. You were making it more professional. You continue to dump money back into that to build your brand and the, the brand of the, make it a better training facility for the kids, for the adults. Let's talk a little bit about classes real quick. What do you guys provide um, as far as classes go? Is it for uh, young people, just kids, uh, adults? And what kind of environment are you guys trying to create? Well, I guess we're trying to create a good learning environment, almost like an artistic environment, you know, uh, an inspiring environment, a comfortable environment. When I took the dojo over, it kind of felt more like a doctor's office, a hospital. Yeah. I felt like, you know, gotcha. it's like. You know, you go in there, you train, and then you, <laughs> it's kind of scary. Is I feel like it was a little intimidating walking yeah, in. We changed, I would agree with that. Changed you know. the color scheme a little bit. I wanted to make it a little bit more kid friendly. I wanted the. I mean, we had somebody walk in the other day um, on a Saturday. We were closed. They knew nothing about Triad, nothing about our credentials. Used to, it was like yeah, that's what you stood to, on. Yeah. That's what we stood. On. Come to Triad. You know, this is the place to go because they got the good stuff. Well, you know, and then the people who had never heard about us, you know, they were just. They're they're looking for something more, you know. Yeah. They want they want to they want to feel like they're in a dojo before they're in a dojo, you yeah. know. And uh, well, first know impressions are are a big thing. And I realized that our first impression, if if we could, our teaching was always you know decent, which it, you know again it yeah. could always get better. I'm always trying to improve as a teacher, That's as right. a businessman. I'm trying to improve every aspect. So I'm not I don't want to say. I think it's, they call that life. Is yeah. that what you're supposed to be doing? So, improving I mean, in all areas. You, you you're always. As a martial artist in general, you know, I think as a yeah, as a, as a human, I, every, everybody should be a martial artist. You should be constantly trying to improve on your weaknesses, you know. So, so and, one thing I would like to point out as far as what you guys accomplish, and, and I see this on a daily basis. I actually attended a few classes when uh, when I, you were probably 20, 21, something like that, and I was a little bit older. I think I'm older than you. I don't, I don't know. Anyways, I, I saw that, and then I also saw what you guys are doing now. And I like to look at it as um, you, you have different gym types. So you've got like a Planet Fitness that is mm -hmm. very, very soft, and anybody can walk in. They feel completely comfortable. And then you have like a um, – a hardcore, um, heavy lifting gym. You guys have a good mix of both in that we're, sense. We're trying to be a mix of both, you know, and, and honestly, I've modeled it off of what I wanted, yeah. you know, so I just kind of thought, hey, what what would I have wanted if I came in here to a dojo first Absolutely. impression? And it's like, this is what I wanted. And, you know, we've made it, we made the building look all Japanese on the inside. I've tried to make the music. The, I mean, you guys, yeah, have, even, to, even the time that I've been there, you've been improving the gym or the dojo, the gym. Just trying to make yeah. people's experience a little bit That's better, important. you know, Absolutely. little devils in the details sort of thing. And, and, you know, like I said, it makes, makes it more enjoyable for me as a teacher too. You know, when, when you can sense people are enjoying to be Absolutely. there and it's like I said, and, you know, you don't want to hear people, the, the, the light music in the background, it keeps you from hearing people cough in or, you know, right. just a little yeah. less distracting when somebody's phone rings and stuff. We do have like a very uh, structured dojo. It's a good atmosphere where, you know, people are lining up according to rank. It's not unorganized. It's very right. structured. You know, everything we do is structured. So kids are able to develop discipline through just the structure of it. And I, I think to me, I learn better under the structure. It's like oh, yeah. when we're all doing stuff together and it's organized 
the energy in the room just uh, it kind of it fills the room a little bit more. Um, people are you know you're, you're as a teacher you're trying to engage the students to where you're trying to get them all to answer. You're asking them questions right. and you know uh, you, it, there's a definitely a balance. The, running a business is about balance, and right. you can't have just all serious business. That's right. I think we are more on the serious side, but I do think like you know at that point it's preference. You know, yeah. You got to have a little fun too. You got to keep everything interesting. You got to keep the That's energy right. level up. Classes being too long can be a bad thing. Classes being too short can be a bad thing. So what I'll say about that is, it's comfortable enough that I can walk in there with my four year old and trust that it's going to be disciplined, structured, but not too aggressive. Uh, but on the other side, if I wanted to train personally to do BJJ, then I can uh, on a competitive level, and, and that's the great mix that you guys have, have kind of uh, harnessed. Well, and, and, and that was harnessed over time. You can't be a. I was never a afraid to and which it's not it may not be the same a year from yeah. now i'm never afraid to tinker with my recipe Should always be changing yep. so i may tinker with it and then i might you know dial back and say hey that didn't work but you can't be afraid to experiment and that's what's made my you know martial arts training interesting and sought after is like i'm always like looking for a better way it's yep. like okay i'm good at this that's right you think i'm good at this but I think I'm not good There's at this. Always room I think improvement. I can improve. That's right. Yeah. And I like that. And I'll tell you one thing about the structure side. And you can tell me if this was the intent or if it just happened naturally. Um, obviously, when when I watch, um, you know, martial artists, but especially karate, and uh, you start looking at, I mean, you've got a line of people working together, working in, in, in sequence, and they're all doing the same moves at the same time. Uh, you need that discipline and structure. And I love our country, and I love America, and I love our culture. But at the same time, we miss out on a lot of that, too, oh, where sure. it's all about individuals. It's all about what I can do and how I can hurt somebody or do this or do that. Whereas when you we teach that discipline and the respect, I think we need more of that. And you guys well, do a great job with well, that. Well, I appreciate it. Some, some people love it, and some people hate it, and that's why I'm all- you know, some people want the banana sticker and the pat on their back and just right. t- being told they're, they're they're doing good. You know, there's a lot of martial arts schools that are out there and they're an entertainment business. Yeah. We are not an entertainment business, first and foremost. That's on the back of our list. And, you know, one of the things that my instructor uh, always taught me was, you know, put the people first and the business second and uh, or put, put the people first and then put the martial arts. Yeah. You know, people in martial arts and then the business. Right. I've always followed that rule. You know, I've always followed that rule. I've always trained. I train every uh, six days a week. I rest on, I don't train on Sunday. But I train six days a week working on various things. I still do karate. I don't always, right. like I set time aside. I've got people wanting to train jujitsu with me on these days. And I'm like, sorry, man, I'm got. I'm going to train That's today's right. karate day. Yep. You know, and I'll go do karate stuff by myself or with some other black belts or something. And I'm always trying to. Like you were saying, add to myself. If you're investing in yourself, then your self worth becomes better. And you know, not 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 only that, but you learn a lot about yourself. Yeah. You know, I think by investing in yourself, you improve the others around you too. Right. You know, so I'm able to by investing myself. You know, I improve as a dad. I improve right. as a businessman. I improve as a teacher. So selfishly, I'm trying to improve. No, but at, <laughs> as a side effect of that, you know, the others around you. I mean, you got to lead by example, and I think that's, that's right. the main thing. You know, I've never been the kind of guy that's uh, talked about. Um, you know, say I've I've always been the guy that walked the walk, that's not right. just talk the talk. You know, and I know this has been said probably one thousand, ten thousand times. Um, but Jim Rowan said it this way: He said that you don't chase success; you attract it, and you attract mm-hmm. it by becoming more valuable. Yeah. And that's what you guys it, are doing. It, it's a byproduct. All of this is a byproduct of me 
being passionate about martial arts and knowing that like, hey, this is something I, I want. It's such a big part of me. I enjoy doing it and I want to do it for the rest of my life. How can I do that? You know, absolutely. And then, and then through that, it's like, it's ended up helping other people, you know, and just the same way it did for uh, my instructor, Johnny, it did, you know, absolutely. And it, and it makes you want to give back in that sense too. You know, I, I have an option, you know, where I could, I could probably teach from my house and make just as much money right. as I'm doing now, but I'm not going to influence that's right. It's making about impact on. Yeah, the I'm not gonna. It's not gonna be as good for the community. You know, of course, I have to put up with the riffraff sometimes of yeah. some people not being satisfied or whatever, which hardly ever happens. You right. know, and but at the, at the same time, you know, you, you can't make everybody happy, but we're going to try to make everybody happy. That's right. You know, I mean, I, I'm always you know, if somebody comes in and criticizes me, I'm not gonna like. I'm gonna listen. You know, I'm gonna listen. Um, I may take it with a grain of salt, but I'm going to listen, you know, and I use try to, I try to use every experience. It's, it's like tapping out, you know, you can't right. be afraid to tap. That's, that's right. how you, uh, that's I, the only reason I've gotten so good at martial arts is because I've tapped more than anybody else. I've gave yeah. up more than anybody else. I love it, man. So Steve Jobs, I'm pretty sure that he said that the only way to make everybody happy is to sell ice cream and I'm not selling ice cream. So, I mean, you're going to have people that are disgruntled that you didn't fit exactly their mold and that's okay. It's not for everybody. So we're coming up against another break. We appreciate you guys tuning in. Thank you so much. Uh, check us out on our, our podcast on Spotify. You can also check us out on our heart radio. You can give me a call, hit me up on Facebook. We'd love to have uh, your success story in small business. We'd also love to hear about the questions you have so we can help you as a business owner, as an investor, whatever the case might be. Now, we're about helping good people get to a better place, and that's what we're going to do on a consistent basis. Make sure you tune into the third segment of Your Dollars Making Sense. This is the Your Dollars Making Sense podcast, brought to you by Jamie Blanton with Jacob Title, Bales Property Management and Home Building, SHH Mechanical, and Boyle's Tax Service. Hey everybody, Richard and Nice here. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to the third and final segment of Your Dollars Making Sense, where financial intelligence is the key to financial freedom. Uh, so I'm I'm super honored to have Daniel O'Brien here with me today. Uh, he's telling me um, war stories about the things he's done and, and all the crazy stuff and, and how much focus, discipline, um, and time it's taken to get to where he's at. Uh, but we're also talking about business. Business is important. Uh, business is a way that he can continue to do what he loves. And, and when you have passion as well as profit that meet, um, that's a dangerous combination. It can be great for so many people. We're talking about imp- impacting people's lives. So, Daniel, you know, we're, we're talking about tournaments. We're talking about this. We're talking about that. Uh, but we didn't get to what the actual classes that you guys offer uh, for the for the dojos that you got. So can you run through that real yeah, quick? Yeah, so we, we offer classes for kids as young as four till my oldest student I've had was like 88. Nice. You know? So, uh, I mean, we've our – and I think it's because we, we have a more artistic approach to everything. Yeah. You know, it's 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 more about the technique than it is brute strength. And, you know, people feel comfortable that they can go at their own paces. And, you know, everybody's in there for the same common goal to improve themselves. It's it's a real martial arts is martial arts. They have a saying martial arts is for everyone. And it's, you know, it's not just for the athletes, right. even though I martial arts has made me an athlete, right. you know. And I'm an athlete because I enjoy it and I like working out because it protects my body and my yeah. joints and allows me to do what I can do longer. Um, Keeps you more. mentally stable, yeah, too. Yeah, I, mean, that's, that's I, I, I mean, there's so many benefits to it, but, I, you know, um, I enjoy – really, I enjoy teaching all aspects of 
all ages, you know, men, women, um, kids, w- women seem to always learn faster than the men. It's because they listen. They have less, <laughs> less of an ego. That, that makes um, sense. There's definitely a, a, an age range where I feel like where kids like seem to seem to love it a little bit more, you right. know. Um, but I think the different ages that you get them started, like you're saying, like a, a four year old four, or my, a little dragon's class, my four to typically has four to seven, you know. That class is really good for building discipline, especially at an early age, Absolutely. which kids don't get. You know, like, what amazes me that you keep eleven to twelve kids, sometimes more, um, at least somewhat focused. Most of the time, you've got about ten of them that are really focused, and then one or two that are kind of out there. But uh, to see that progression, even over six to nine months, I've seen some kids, not including mine, but I've seen some kids that are running around the room at one point, and then by nine months from now, they're standing with their yellow belt, oh, exactly. uh, and they're they're on point. Well, exactly. And the goal, or the whole goal oriented process. I remember when I was starting, like that, there was so many people that would that would just quit smoking. Yeah, you know, because it's it's martial arts is structure based through the belts, you know, so it's like. It gives you small goals to meet, like in business, right. you know, you can kind of set, okay, I want to make these improvements to the dojo. That's you right. don't realize that by achieving these small goals, it makes these bigger goals more Absolutely. attainable. And, you know, that's, I, f- I feel like I needed that as a kid. If I would have started martial arts when I was four, I don't know if I would have stuck with it though. That's right. You know, that's a good point. Um, I, I worked for my classes. I, you know, I, maybe I, that's what I needed. Everybody has to be catered to a little bit differently too. And I, as, a, as an instructor, you, your job is to try to bring out the best in everybody. And to some people, it's like you got to be a little mean to That's them, right. you know. And to some people, you've got to pat them on the back more. And to some people, you know, it, it, everybody's a little bit different. And I think you know that's important. It does take time to kind of learn that. And you know, a lot of times people want to throw their kid in and expect instant success. Sure. And it's you know that it's it's a it's a hard it's about consistency. If you're just if you're consistent, you know, which is one of the ways we've structured our payment plans is like, you know, now used to you could pay by month. Right. Our student base was so so much lower when you could just like you pull had somebody the money out anytime. Yeah. And you could you could pull out anytime. People weren't committed. They were afraid to commit. Well, you get somebody to sign a six month or a year contract in six months now in that six months they're going to come because they already they already That's committed right. to the money so they're you know and, and me you know being frugal if i paid for something i'm going to use it i'm going to yeah. clean my plate yeah. you know and take advantage of it and our our number of students has gone up so much and our retention rate has gone up because sometimes the first few months are the hardest you Absolutely. know the first month is the hardest I've then seen kids that come in and and they don't even want to participate for the first month. Kids and, and adults across the it. board. Once once you they hit about that like three month period, yeah. they've experienced, uh, they've gained some knowledge, they've they've learned some techniques. You know, their discipline has improved, their confidence improved. They got more comfortable Absolutely. in the class. It gives them time to get comfortable, get to know people. Uh, you know, new people come in so they can kind of right. Uh, they get to feel their superpowers a little bit, you know, they get uh, the totem pole. Yeah. Yeah. And I try to give, you know, and as, as you're more experienced, I try to give students more opportunities to lead and stuff too. Um, You know, and um, I just, I guess as an instructor, you got, like I said, you got to cater to people differently. And that, that six month period, six month to year period, having, having, you know, people commit, it's, they want to commit up front. You know what I'm saying? Let's just be honest. Like, there's a lot of people though that are looking for a way out. You yeah, know, they right. pick up the they pick up the guitar. Oh, you know, I really want to learn to play guitar. They play a few things and they realize they stink. 
Yep. And then they don't ever pick they don't it up again. They don't put the work in. And it's like, you if you just play it for a month and you learn these three chords, you'll be playing six songs by the end of the month. You know? And it's like, it, you realize how a little bit goes a long way. But, you know, there is a little bit of work up front. There's going to be... You got to do stuff that's hard to get right. stuff that you want, you know, and, and, and put yourself out there. And eventually, the work becomes enjoyable. Like I enjoy the work. I enjoy the finding and the discovering and the improvement. That's because he's kicking everybody's butt. That's why you enjoy well, it so much. Well, and I'm getting. Well, I'm actually getting my butt kicked a lot too because that's one of the reasons I get. To, I constantly improve uh, with my martial on the martial arts end of it. Also with the business side, we can relate that. But it's like I. I don't ever start any of my, my matches. You know, I'm grappling chicken farmers, fighting chicken farmers around yeah. here. You know what I'm saying? I'm not fighting other world champions. Right. Uh, yet, I'm still getting better. And it's because I'm constantly throwing myself in bad places. Right. You know, I'll start at a disadvantage. I'll start at a disadvantage and I'll learn. I can learn from beginners. You know, I can learn from beginners. I'm learning you know, they'll, they'll sometimes, they're the most creative. They've got, they're throwing things at me I've never seen. They're trying things i never technique. tried before. It's just I got yeah, you. And, and it's the same way with business. You know, you're just kind of, you've got to not be afraid to like, you've got to not be afraid to fail. That's you know, right. I'm not afraid of failure. And I, I, like if Triad burns to the ground, like I know that's right. my family will be all right. You know, I can, I can make stuff. That's right. It's not the end of the world. I'm not afraid of failure. So one so. thing I want to ask, um, it doesn't matter if you're an elite level martial artist, athlete, business person, um, you know, musician. Um, everybody goes through slumps. Everybody falls into, into situations where they're not in, in their rhythm. How do you pull yourself out of that? I mean, do you, do you go back? Like for me, um, I know when I start doing poorly at things, it's because I'm not mapping out my day. And my, my first thing I've got to do is map out my day so I can have a good focus on what I'm going to do, what I'm going to accomplish. What do you do being a very disciplined uh, and focused person? What do you do to, to pull yourself out of that slump? There's a, there's a ton of things. Like, you know, I know we've talked about, you know, I do a lot of meditating and I definitely think like setting, I think honestly, like, any sort of person that I can think of like business wise or life wise, you know, you talk, think about Dwayne, the rock Johnson guys like this that are constantly busy. Uh, they definitely set some time aside for themselves though, you know, for self improvement. And like, there's time where I just work on my breathing exercises and meditating and doing certain things and where I'm just trying to either improve my mental toughness or I'm trying to reflect on how I could have done things better. Right. You know, you can even relate that to prayer or anything, you know, like there needs to be, I feel like some time, some time set aside where you're actually thinking about what you did and how you can do it better, you know, and you try to look at it from all, you try to look at it from all angles. You can try to look at objectively, you try to look at it, uh, you know, like I said, if something's working, you still need to be trying to improve it. If something's not working, you need to be trying to improve it. You not uh, you're you're not a you don't have to like failing, but you don't need to be afraid That's of right. failing. So the one thing we, we can talk about the we can unwrap that slowly. The one thing that you do when you say, "Holy crap, I had a bad day," so what do I need to do that night or the next morning to make the the make it to where it doesn't carry over? Well, used to I would think it was like. There's a lot. I, I can't really can't. I don't know if I can pinpoint <laughs> okay. one thing. Uh, one one a valuable piece of information uh, that I got, and it was a saying from Hicks and Gracie, who's the best jujitsu guy ever. And he, he basically at, at one point I was I literally trained like a maniac, like madman every day. And like there was a point where it kind of like you kind of start to resent it, like work because you're, yeah. you're putting too much in. 
for me, I needed to know how to set back. It took discipline for me to be able to like to make myself stop, you know. So taking time off too makes me look at things from a different light, you know, makes me look at things from a different angle. Teaching makes me look at things from a different angle. It's I'm doing a lot of the same things, but I'm getting a lot of different angles. Right. You know, I'm also a, a student. Not, yeah, exactly. I'm a student at all times. And, um, you know, luckily being involved in a bunch of different martial arts has gave me different perspectives too. Makes sense. You know, when karate wasn't going my way, like I always had something else. Jiu-jitsu having right. fun, you know. I'm playing guitar. I'm trying to learn new things right now. Nice. Like I said, it's just like, I like uh, I like starting over. You know what I'm saying? I like starting over. Yeah. Like I like if something isn't going my way, I used to look at it like I'm going to just forever suck at this, you know, yeah. and like I'll never be good. And that's what gets most people to quit and stop. You know, it's like that's the wrong attitude to have. And it's like you need it's 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 exciting because it's like, OK, I don't know everything here. So I get to start over. It's motivational for me. And usually when I when I just change my tone of attitude, that's right. That's what allows me to break through and have good days. You know what I'm saying? You ch- take back. To, I, I would I would, uh, you know, I'm so used to winning now uh, in my training versus my training partners. There's certain days I will just make myself like I tell myself going in the training session. All right. You have to tap three times before you can tap anybody. So like I will literally will not gotcha. I'll get closer to being if if they're not tapping me I put myself in worse situation yeah even worse even worse who knows I'm getting out of the worst stuff by the Absolutely. time that's over but I'm also getting tapped I'll I'll go until sometimes I'll just hold my breath and let them tap me yeah so they're reaping some benefits too my my training partners are getting to explore and it's also um, keeping you humble yeah that's, that's it keeps me humble too. you know it's like like um. Daniel, we're about to run out of time. Um, we'll have to have you on the show again sometime so you can kind of go through some of, some of the other stuff that we've talked about. I've enjoyed the, the conversation, the interview. Uh, I do want you to tell the folks how they can get a hold of you, how they can put their kids in your classes, how they can get your training. Uh, just two minutes worth of, of telling them how they can get involved with you. Um, Tried Martial Arts changed my life, and I'm lucky enough to be the head instructor of Tried Martial Arts. It's a... a world-known martial arts uh, facility located right here in Coleman, Alabama. You can reach reach us on Facebook. I have two other locations, one in Madison, one in Huntsville. Um, great instru- great set of all-star set of instructors up there, great with kids, uh, adults, all ages. Um, if you've ever been interested in anything uh, martial arts or you just need to be more goal-oriented in general, maybe you've never been interested in martial arts. You're just looking for something new and different and you're not goal-oriented. This will help you. You know, it can. It's martial arts has helped me in so many more ways than just my ability to defend myself. You can contact us on Facebook, Tried Martial Arts Academy Coleman. Um, you can also uh, watch out for us on Instagram. Um, we're active on there all the time. I'm constantly teaching self defense seminars. Uh, you, you can be looking for me in your areas for self defense seminars. Yeah, so many ways. Oh, so the, many the ways. Dan, so Daniel many O'Brien. DanielO'BrienOnline.com is, is the website. So if uh, you're not local, you can go on there and get some training sessions and videos and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Uh, follow my Facebook page, Daniel O'Brien uh, fan page. I'm posting free content out there all the time. The free content, you know, it definitely helps a lot. It's, a, it's just a little tip of the iceberg of what we have to offer. Um, but again, it's martial arts is so much more than technique. 
Um, and, you know, I can't wait for you guys to let your lives be changed by it as well. Well, Daniel, I appreciate you coming on the show today. Your Dollars Making Sense is about investing. It's about investing in yourself. It's about investing in businesses. It's about investing in real estate. We want to help you any way that we can. If you want to be on the show, if you've got a question, if you've got something you want hashed out uh, business-wise, you can always reach out to me on Facebook. You can give me a call at 256-708-1511. I hope you guys have a great Saturday. Uh, and hope you tune in next week. We'll have some big things coming up.